we're in business. Take that screen down, Kevin. Is that too loud? Is, am I too loud? Nope. No, you're good. All right. I can adjust sound on the fly here, too, with this new setup, Beaver. It's like fancy schmancy. The first 400, we were going just like winging it like we didn't even know what we were doing. Just dicks in the wind, you know? <laughs> now, it's the real deal. I really like how you're on a pedestal, now. Yeah, I like to look down at uh, my show. Yeah. You know, like from my perch. <laughs> yeah, from and your from your perch. My perch. Yeah, there was a guy. I don't. Uh, I won't name him, but uh, because uh, it's a confidential thing when you do business with people. Yeah. Right. But this guy was like a big money bags kind of guy. You know, real like a uh, guy thinks he's got a long dick. You know. Yeah, I was just gonna oh. say that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and we go. I go into a, a meeting with him where I got to like get him to sign some papers or something and uh the guy goes he's got a desk that's like this it's like on a stage almost like his just his business desk or whatever it's, it's on like a, it's like a podium yeah and so and i sit on the other opposite side of his desk and i sit in this chair my head comes up to like my nose is just to the top of his desk you know and he's towering this chair above me you so know? could see the agenda going in a real power move yeah you know? yeah and so like i felt really uncomfortable as soon as i sat in that chair so i stand right up and i talked to him standing which, up which i bet you nobody's ever done and now i'm a <laughs> little bit higher than he is like a little bit higher than he is you know yeah well he's uncomfortable now <laughs> so now he's standing up behind his desk so he can be on a platform on top of me like it was a real fucking cock measuring contest eh and yet he thought that he was like he was adamant like this is like it was all it was all unsaid stuff it was all that's just, what i mean there was a conversation without a conversation yeah it's all like unconscious alpha bullshit you know of people that are just get this out there's no other people here and yet and yet it was it was to gain nothing like you were, no. you were just trying to talk man to man. Yeah. He must've read a book somewhere like by Donald Trump or something where it says, uh, well, like the bosses for dummies kind of book. <laughs> yeah. Like the, I think, like <laughs> all the hands stand tall. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you, they, t it tells you like, uh, you got to assert your dominance and then you'll be able to get what you want in business or whatever. It's all a bunch of fucking nonsense to me, and yet it fucking because like, it has the opposite effect on me, right? Like if like me, I don't know if that's gonna work on most people, but the kind of guy I am, when you're doing that bullshit, I can see it right away what's well, going on. And you'd leave there thinking, I just got done talking to an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like that's the perfect word, asshole. Like I just got done done talking to yeah. an asshole. Like fuck, like. I was like, this guy's out of his mind. Like he's yeah. he's got some sort of like fucking power problems or something like that. Like he really wants to show. And 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 I don't care what the fucking smart, uh, rich fucks of the world think. Like there's no way that that works. Like truly like, works. Like how motivated were you to, to help him? To assert your dominance, like fuck. I gotta tell you, unfortunately, Beaver. I think it does work. Right. Well, in this because, day and age, it does. I, because I don't even think this day and age. I think it's like the old-fashioned, like, pimp and prostitute model, you know? Like, there's, like, the there are people who will see, will be able to sense out weakness or, you know, people people that are look at, lacking something or looking for something, mm -hmm. and they'll exploit that, you know? And they'll see that this person needs 
this well enough, then they'll do this. I, mean, I think it's the same as like uh, even like employers, like they push you as hard as they can. As long as you're willing to be pushed. Yeah. To see what you can get from you. Like, how much will this guy tolerate for the 100 grand I'll give him, you know? But Pete, like, I'm, we'll see how far we can push him until he breaks. I think the people that act like that, though, are the ones that have never been in the trenches. Like, I don't think you know true success until you've been in the trenches. I think sometimes all those people have been in the trenches and they forget. Yeah, that too. You're right. Like, oh, fuck. Now, we were talking about it at the comedy club last night about even comedians and how there are comedians out there that look at the success of somebody else as something that they didn't get. You know, like right. if, if, if my, if their friend was to get an opportunity, they would be like, that's an opportunity that should have been mine, you know? And there are other people that see their friends get an opportunity and they're like, that's awesome that you got that opportunity. You know, like you're, that's great for you. Fuck you worked hard. You know, like I'm really happy for my friend, you know, who's doing well and who, if he does even better, will probably, uh, throw me a bone once in a while, you know, like a, right, give right. me a chance to do something cool with them, with them or whatever. Because, but you, but that's not even why you do it. You just do it because you like, you're all in this. You're all doing it. It's a hard. If it happens for any of us, something good, you should be happy for that person. You know, it has nothing to do with you. They're on their own path, doing their own thing. You're on your own path, doing your own thing. It, but there's people out there, Beaver. I think the difference, if I can, is that is that there's people out there who um, who, who like uh, are confident in who they are mm-hmm. and are just like a, a nice person. Yeah. And those people are going to be uh, cool no matter what, you know? And they know that like what's good for one person is good for everybody, you know? Right. And there's other people who think that the other kinds of people who think it's it's about them and it's uh, always about them so that it's anything that happens to anybody is like anything good that happens for anyone is something bad that didn't happen for them, you yeah, know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's this inward focused kind of like selfish shit. And I'd like to say it's people of today or whatever, but it was that way 30 years ago. There was assholes like that. Yeah, you're right. You know, who'd backstab everybody just for their own benefit, you know, who would like, well, that guy that I worked with at the co-op, he bankrupt the fucking co-op so that he would get bigger bonuses, you know? Like, like that's a terrible thing. Yeah. You know, they're the people that just don't think about anyone but themselves, you know? I still live with Carmen as a bitch. Yeah. That's what I think, you know? If you're being a decent person to other people and then you'll notice, like, if you go around being a dick... Uh, people are not nice to you. No. Like, they're, they're like, it's, it's a lonely road to the end. Yeah. They're not happy yeah. to see you. They don't want to, they don't want to be associated with you. They're hostile towards you sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? And then you probably turn that inward too. You're like, yeah, it's their problem. Yeah. Not, not me. Yeah. They're, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true too. Cause it, it looks, so like, you can't really win. All you can really do is just, uh, uh, do your own thing. And then, uh, when you see somebody else that's uh, doing something that upsets you, just think like, holy crap, what this person must have to deal with all day long being them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if if I'm bugging them so much, just sitting here telling dick jokes to my friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see what's wrong with that. Anyways, a little philosophy to start this show today. Yeah, why not, eh? Yeah. Educational program? Yeah. You know what? We got a really, this is a, a touching show. 
because uh, I got such nice messages from the 400th Ooh. Uh, that I really am looking forward. Uh, it's a nice, a somber start, I think. And I, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to start this with a joke uh, right after we do this thing. You know, this thing, Kev? Heard of it? What do we call it? Yeah, let's go back to that electronic theme song, fellas. Let's do it. Welcome to the Dutch Hall. We are here uh, in the pool shed in Pine Grove. The pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. We still got the old remnants of the 400 show. There's certain things that still remind us of it, but we're pretty much back to normal. We got pool shed 2.0. Yeah, what we're doing is upping it. I said for the first 400 was really just us getting our feet wet, but now we got Clean Flow back. We got a nice new sponsor in Clean Flow. You know, there's uh, going to be some merch coming in. It's like okay. it's like it's like being in the NHL and signing a new contract. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, Kev. Yeah, we had a you know Beaver's going to be soon on the shelf. We're going to lose Beaver. Yeah, a little bit, a little oh, bit. Oh, I didn't finish. Let me do the introductions before I get into this. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show. What we have is the All Star Cast, season eight and now season nine, solidified, and it's what I call the dream team. Right, really. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you the man behind the new console, Ooh. Kevin Fingers Van Dungeon. Yeah, yeah, found it. Wow, hot crowd. Found it. Hot yeah. crowd came out of nowhere. <laughs> Where were you in the opening crowd? Wow, they were lost. And also sitting here in his red chair, right where he belongs, by a cracked window so he can smoke, Derek <laughs> the Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. Yeah. Woo. Wow, that girl in the back is wild. She's heard about him. She just threw her panties up there. I think she did. And me, I'm your host and two-time, two-time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Whoa. Whip him out, lady. I think we got a groupie. Mm. Oh, I did an abrupt. Yeah. yeah. They know how to quiet. They're scared. What I did was I just kind of raised my, I raised my one finger a little bit, then I stopped. <laughs> That's what I do. I have this crowd in the palm of my hands today, Kevin. It's, it's amazing. Uh, no, what I want to say was, um, who was I talking to when I got sidetracked before I did the introductions? Remember? Come on, who can remember our show? It happened a minute ago. <laughs> it was, um, I don't remember. Oh, you're putting me on the shelf. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, you're going on the shelf. No, I'm not putting you on the shelf. You have tobacco. Your yeah, baby tobacco yeah. is yes. going to eventually need your care. Yeah. Right? There's going to come a day where planting is going to take priority. Yeah. And then those goddamn plants are going to grow. And then you're going to grow all kinds of plants, beaver. Well, you're a farmer. is who you are. I'll take a little hiatus for a week or two, and then... Uh 
I know you'll be back, but it's like Sam yeah. saying, we got to prepare for your absence. Yeah. But I also, know. we care about you. That's right. So we have to fatten you up as well to get you ready for this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I actually, you know what's funny you said that? So today, uh, so tonight I got a couple employees of mine coming down, uh, coming from uh, coming from down south. They're coming up. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I went to get them some food just to get them going for breakfast in the morning before they go get groceries. And uh, I went and seen Miss Rosie over at the Old Kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. She loves me. I'm her favorite customer. Really? Yeah. Every time I go there, she gives me a nice, uh, a nice bag of melons. Really? No pun intended. She does have big ah. melons. Yeah, Rosie. And uh, and then she gives me some uh, drinks that are intended for to enhance your erectile uh, oh, yeah. benefits. Oh. Well, and, Mama Joanna? Yeah. Well, because everything. Oh, seriously? Is it a. It's called. Uh, fuck. What is it called? Uh, it's called like Mama Mama Wass or something. Oh, yeah. Mama Joanna. Yeah. And uh, great. It's like a vanilla tasting drink. Mm -hmm. I got and, some. Yeah, they're awesome. And, it doesn't uh, really work, though. No. No, but in their heads it does. Like in their minds yeah. it does. Oh, yeah. And sometimes. Uh, She's like, yeah. she's like, oh, Derek, you grabbed, like, I'm grabbing stuff for them. And she's like, she's making me a separate bag, eh? Yeah. And then I go to pay and she's, oh, take that out. Take that out. This is for Derek. This is for Really? Me. You have that good a relationship with oh, Rosie? Wow. And not only me, she's like, uh, and I've got, so, I got some treats for your son. Oh. I got some, you try the cheese balls. Try the cheese <laughs> balls for your boy. I know he likes cheese. I, she could do such a good business there. She does do a good business. Does she? Because she always says she doesn't want to do it. She is a full-time grocery store there, man. I wish I took a picture. Oh, it really? is full bore. She's going good then, eh? You want, I'm glad because her well, food's good too. When I'm in there, I feel like I'm in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. It's true. Eh? You go in, you're like you're in another place altogether. Oh, I, yeah. You know what I had? She gave me a nice, a nice bun. Really? <laughs> a nice bun, nice spice bun. Nice. I left there. She's like, uh, this is for a snack for later. I, uh, I love it. No, she was always good to me. But one time she was thinking like, I don't want to go through any of this trouble. So I'll just, maybe this guy wants to go through all the trouble. <laughs> and then she was like, uh, she wanted to like rent me the whole place for my comedy show, which I was doing for nothing. I was like, you could sell the booze and the food and I'll just like get the tickets. Right. And then she says, uh, like something like, uh, why don't you do the whole thing, rent the whole place? But and she wanted, like, it was gonna be like some like ten grand or something. Like it was, it was ridiculous the amount of price. I was like, there's no way in a million years I could ever make that back in that yeah. one night. You yeah. know, like, she didn't understand the uh, economics of my <laughs> business. Well, she just throws <laughs> numbers out there. Eh? So today yeah. she's throwing stuff in the bag. Derek, we got a. You are looking like you gained some weight over the winter. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, she's like, we had to keep you. We had to keep some meat on your bones. That's your, why your you're wife free stuff. Walking around being skinny. Yeah, she's yeah. like, your your wife will like it. <laughs> and uh, here's some dick juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, she cooks a mean dinner. She is really good cook. Oh man, and like so, like every year we get harvest party from her like she's so yeah, harvest yeah. party we'll get her i'll be like hey cook me a meal and then she'll come at me with like uh as like five hundred dollars and i'm like whoa miss rosie like whoa the fuck on here <laughs> like <laughs> like you but you know what though she could like there's so much food yeah yeah like i asked her this really is that's it's not that big like that is kind of what it is to get a 
like a staff dinner. Yeah, it I, is. I, I, we did right. it too because I've had to do buy staff dinners before, and you're like, "What?" It's like I wouldn't be maybe not five hundred. When you figure it out per dinner, it's probably like, like four hundred bucks for like for ten people. You know? Yeah, so it's forty bucks. Like yeah. forty bucks a plate. Right? Forty bucks a plate. Well, and it makes sense. She's got to make some money, so. I asked her last year to make me a, like, the guys wanted this and that. I'm like, you guys pick the menu. And I'm like, hey, guys, I want some fucking dumplings and I want some chicken soup. <laughs> and uh, so she's like, I'm like, just make me a bowl of chicken. You know what I like about you? You know what you like. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And he goes for what he likes in <laughs> yeah. life. Right? So I'm yeah. like, just make me a bowl of soup. I'm like, it's just for me. No one else said they wanted soup. So I'll just take a soup. Okay, Derek. Yep, no problem. Yeah, uh, I think a 10 gallon fucking pot <laughs> of fucking soup i'm like oh like i didn't ask for that she wanted to thicken you up oh did she ever like as in like the the fish skeleton is <laughs> in the soup and you would think oh my god that's disgusting no it's fucking delicious yeah i know and uh, it's the best when you put the bones in the soup because uh you get all the marrow. Yeah, and okay. then fucking, and then my guys are picking the food up, and what do they do? Drop a whole tray of dumplings on the ground. Wow. I'm like, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's what I wanted. I just paid five hundred bucks for the fucking meal, right? Yeah, ground dumplings. Yeah, and they're like, Derek, no problem, man. There's three more trays of dumplings. I'm like, what? We still couldn't finish them. <laughs> really? Even and they after- and we dumped they dumped a whole tray on the ground. They're like, Derek, we we had to kick in the bush, like. <laughs> We they're like we felt so bad we had to hide it from Miss Rosie. Oh, that's funny. Because she gave you these tin trays, right? Well, the fucking dumplings are like a pound a piece, right? <laughs> they, uh-huh. they, you know what they, I'm talking about? Did they kick it in the bush at her place? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, well, she's gonna figure it out. Sure, yeah. That's the part of the short sightedness sometimes <laughs> of those guys. Yeah. I was like, uh, fat fucking <laughs> raccoons. You know, you're gonna stay doing the manual labor. You're not gonna be moving up to <laughs> to uh, like maybe driving a truck. Yeah. Until you can figure out. Uh, you can figure it out. Take Hold the, the tray. Yeah, take the garbage, put it in a bag, move it from Rosie's place, and then she won't know. <laughs> then she won't know. <laughs> but when you just put it under one of her bushes in the springtime when she's cleaning up her leaves, yeah. she, those cocksuckers dropped a plate of my dumplings. Oh, yeah. You know, bumburass. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I do love Jamaican food, though. It's one of my favorite foods. One of my favorite foods. You know what's really weird is because we had Jamaican guys um, – uh, live like we had uh, Jamaican guys that came and worked on our farm when I was real young. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I was probably about like uh thirteen or fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, fourteen. They lived in our house the first year, and then they uh, and they were terrible cooks. Terrible cooks. Really? Oh yeah, they burn everything. They always fried everything uh, in 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 oil way too much, and then the, everything had thick layers of grease on everything. Is your monk house like that? Oh, ha- they have at the end of the year you can <laughs> scrape the grease with a fucking with a a putty knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because none of those guys have cooked one day in their entire life. They haven't until it doesn't matter if you got like a forty year old guy or a twenty year old guy. None of them have ever cooked. Mama did it, and then because like. And- yeah, but they and they live with their like three generations of of family, right? So they have like grandma, mom, and like sisters and aunts, and everyone is cooking. But no men cook, you know. So of all the cooks, then of all the guys, then there's the bad cooks. So they all think they're great at everything, and then there's they think that then there's the bad cooks, and it's like oh fuck, here we go. Like the countertops are fucked after two years. <laughs> the stoves. They'll take a fucking coiled stove, like the coil burners. Yeah. Burn the, like, I went in there 
last week and the coiled burner was held up. You know how there's a dish that holds the coil up? Yeah. It was held up by fucking two butter knives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they just stick them underneath. Everything's it, cooked on incinerate? Uh, incinerate, and then it's on incinerate for about four to six hours a day. <laughs> One of my favorite stories was... Uh, uh, we had go out in the morning, like five thirty, pick up the crew. Like we, we just honk the horn on the truck. And then the guys that come out of the bunkhouse, like, uh, and we go out to the field. Right. So the one day we honk the horn and they come out everyone, but one, right. Oh shit. And then, uh, all of a sudden you see Earl come out. <laughs> He's wearing like a Lacoste a sweater, yeah. you know, uh, it's a little uh, chilly morning and the, uh, sweater is smoking. No right? way. It's smoking, right? And the uh, And Kev, you have no idea. This is not out of the ordinary. There's there's burn no. marks in the in the in the sweater <laughs> that is smoking. And panic is on this guy's face probably heavy. Yeah, cuz there was just a fire in the kitchen <laughs> because yeah. he hung his uh sweater in the oven. Yeah. Oh, dry it off. To warm it up oh, in the morning it cuz it's a cold morning, right? He it's, said I'm going to toast it up nice and warm on. It's funny that, how you said that. I had a guy do that. He put it in the oven. Yeah, and he, the, if it, it set on fire, and then you, the three guys came out pretty fast in front of the first guy because they were trying to distance themselves. Because <laughs> hey, they don't tattle on each other. No. no, it's not possible. And but they and it's nobody's fault. Those guys were pissing their pants laughing, yeah. though, when you come out smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be laughing. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. The thing is that a lot of times we uh, make a judgment unfairly to these Jamaican guys because we think it's the whole country of Jamaica. Yeah. But you know, it's not. it's not. It's the fact that you're getting a lot of times young men. Right. Yeah. So it would be like if you went in your 20s, even if if, if a bunch of us and our friends in our 20s went on a work abroad program to Ireland or to yeah, there's gonna, Australia. There's going to be a bad apple in the crew. There's going to be a bad apple in the crew. There's yeah. going to be a lot of us, even the good ones of us, doing really stupid things because we're young men in our 20s. Right, exactly. Right? And that's really what it is, is that, like, there's a lot of young guys. We'll, we'll say, like, hey, these guys, like, are they're out there banging everything. Yeah, they're in their 20s. Like, that, that's what <laughs> people do, do when they're in their 20s, right? Yeah. Like, that's the sort of, we make the judgment because uh, they're from a different place. But if we really look at them, uh, they're just, like, young men, usually. They're exactly Because usually like the old guys that are coming over right, they're good. are, like, uh, they're, like, old guys here because they're humans. <laughs> Right. Sorry uh -huh. to spoil it. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's, but, but it's because of the way that we're exposed to people from their culture yeah. is that we're only exposed to the demographic of the type of people that come from the place that would go to another country to do yeah. uh, labor to, to improve their life. And they're young usually and they're ambitious and they're kind of like uh, horny and and uh, yeah. stupid and they're more likely to drink and do drugs and you know like cause that's what young people do yeah. right you even think about like how uh uh young celebrities get picked on like if you dropped a hundred million dollars in my lap yeah i'm gonna fuck up a time or two you're gonna be an oh, idiot. Yeah, yeah. especially with cameras following you everywhere and you're gonna say the wrong thing every now and then that's why people judge all that shit i don't at all they're fucking normal yeah, they okay. just got a shitload of money yeah they're just doing what we want to yeah. do <laughs> right all their money. And they don't, they don't have to get up in the morning like we have to. And nobody's saying no. 
Beaver, your wife loves a lot of that pop cut pop culture stuff, right? Oh yeah. So like Britney Spears, you know? Does yeah. she follow the Britney stuff? Oh yeah, she's following all that all so, that shit. So she's like, fucking uh, she's having a little kidlet now. What? Yes, uh, that is the, what, what I was going to bring up. Is this a? I want to bring up the subject of uh, that of her having a baby. You know, another one. Okay, yeah. so what happened was this: she was fucking her her dad was her was her like fucking. Uh, they call it like a uh, her meant uh, steward conservator or something. Conservator. Yeah. So more or less, he was her, he was the prison he was the pr- the prison fucking owner and she was a prisoner yeah well like basically you're saying like you have to be like a child for the rest of your life because you're not trusted to to make to, decisions and and, and, and usually it's because you're eye. not trusted to, to not to harm yourself right. right and it's usually in situations where somebody's gonna like harm themselves like like you know, attempt suicide or something that's just gonna be harmful right so then they um they jammed an iud up her and said you will do what we say for the rest of your life which is kind of yeah and then they said you could yeah yeah they and the, so that she really just want to have a baby there like, you can't have babies got two though right? and, and oh, she has two teenagers now but they are this was after but she they're went, taken away from her too they they let the dancer take care of her. I yeah. feel bad talking about this, like, gossipy. I feel like I don't know this woman. It seems like it's not my business. But the story that's being told publicly is this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, – and so she's uh, – uh, anyways, the point is, though, when I do see of the woman, the way she's being portrayed, she doesn't seem like, uh, you know, like uh, she's, she's uh, thinking the whole thing through, you know? <laughs> Right. Like, it's like if you hold a baby and you're like, oh, I'd really like a baby. And then you get sick of the baby, then what happens to the baby, right? The baby's still alive. Well, well I, th- <laughs> I think she's she's been held in captivity for so long, in, a, in rich captivity for so long, that now she's free and is like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want now. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things she wants to do. And I mean, I, I don't want to take away a person's freedom. It's like there's a lot of, there's a lot of terrible... Uh, parents, parents that are having babies, you know, there's yeah. no question about that. You can't say you can have a baby and you can't have a baby, you know, like if it's as simple as uh, you put your dick in something and then uh, something grows and then it's a baby, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. how it works. I just thought it was awesome. The second it was over, she was, she started posting all these like three quarter naked pictures on uh-huh. And and she was, wanted to get her, uh, her before her baby, her body went to shit from the baby or whatever she's saying. So. I think so. And she's like, "This is I want to show it what still looks good." Yeah, that's that makes sense. I'd do the same thing. So would I. If I was gonna have a baby, yeah, I was actually thinking about but that. As a guy, I'd do it. Yeah. On Tuesday, I'm doing a show. All college kids, like 20 years old, and I'm thinking to myself, all these kids are never gonna look better in their whole life. Like this is yep. as good as they're gonna look. They don't even appreciate it. You know. And if if you're gonna jerk off online or whatever you're gonna do, this is the time to do it. You you look good. You're yeah, handsome. Yeah. You got a six pack or whatever. If you're a dude, if you're a girl, you got nice perky tits. You're... Yeah, yeah. But they do these days because it's a big thing for dudes to send dick pics. Apparently now. Oh, I know. I know. Like I they's, know. they'll say too. Like girls will send a picture to a. Like I know this from I have nephews, eh? And the girls will send pictures or send messages like, send a pic- picture abs. Send a picture what? of yeah. They want to see like some of your stomach. Look at these bumps on my belly. And like my one nephew's like, I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to take a picture of my stomach. And then he's like, uh, 
Oh, it's too low bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he's, but like, I mean, it's a weird thing because, like, for us, that's not a women ever talk to us, you know, like, you know, like Texas, but it's so visual now, even like, no, it's the whole digi- dating is digitally visual. Yeah. And the whole dating process, even like, are mostly based on the apps, you know, and then you're just swiping left or right based on, I like the look of this person. Right. You're not reading the fucking profile on Tinder, no. you know, like you're just looking at the picture. Yes or no. I, I would, I would want to get into the details. Yeah. If I was really going to, if I was serious about looking for, I would want to get into the details. Cause I would like the fucking coolest women would be the ones that throw like, like I wouldn't want to hear like, I, I love dogs and I like going for the long walks on the beach. No, I want to hear the fucking crazy shit you like to do. Yeah. No, I don't know what that's a, that's a good question. What am I looking for? Are you uh, looking for traditional fucking, you know, I like, uh, 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 this would be my f- best first date, all that bullshit. No, I want to hear about the crazy shit. Well, I got like her first date's got to be something crazy, you know. If she says my ideal date is to uh, deep throat a hot dog and then <laughs> have some anal sex, and then you're like, oh, all right, I'll but it, but I'll be honest with you, Pete. I I would never want to be with a woman that would that is even describing the picture perfect first date. It shouldn't be fucking scripted. Wow. It shouldn't be scripted. So if she says, said, like, I just want to... They should... Oh, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck Their happens. description... Yeah. Their description should be... Like, because then... Then it puts you on your toes, and you got to get creative, and this and that. Not fucking, oh, this is what she said, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, pick me up. Okay. Pick me up. You know let's I mean? see where it goes. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a... I like that. I have a game, then, for you fellas. Right. I'll give you three um, um, descriptions... Right, and you have to pick which girl you pick, okay, from their profile description. Okay? I like I like this game. Okay, first profile is, um, uh, is first uh, you got to describe the woman. Right, do I have to see the picture too? No, just describe the woman. Well, like, how does it go? Tell me with uh, like tell me so the format. Like, like uh, I'm guessing you got to go like hair color, fucking. I've never even been on one of these. Neither have I. Uh, you got to go like describe the person first. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's say they're. I want them all to be equal, though. Oh, so okay. the, the description is what is generic. Judging yeah, generic. Okay. So everyone will be like, uh, like a twenty-eight-year-old, blonde hair, blue eyes, blonde hair, like the, just like you like them, big tits, just like you like them. All right. Okay, but this is the description. So it's our ideal. Yeah. To look at. So you're taking that out of the equation. Yep. Okay. You already like. You already think she's hot. Yeah, everyone's equally hot. It's only the description on what you're going to pick, okay? Um, A, um, 28-year-old, loves to have a good time, uh, loves kids, uh, uh, time on the boat, and... um, that's another thing that those these type do, um, and uh, adventurous. Yeah, let's just say. And uh, uh, what the fuck do these guys do? She does CrossFit. They, yeah, CrossFit. Oh, okay, okay. Let's say that. And then uh, so B, uh, B. Okay, this one uh, uh, is um, uh, relaxed. 
yeah, she goes uh, looking for a nice, uh, you know, looking a uh, twenty-eight-year-old looking for a nice person to spend time with. Uh, um, likes to uh, open for any type of experience uh, as long as the Leaf game's not on. Oh, <laughs> right, that's two, and then three is um, um. Three is a twenty-eight-year-old a, 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 a career woman loves uh, yoga, um, pole dancing, and uh, uh, cats. Ah, right. I'm picking D. <laughs> All three you're against. <laughs> I'm like fucking. Which uh, one do you think is the 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 most psycho? Uh, uh, A. A is yeah. A's A definitely. is, uh, but close second is C. C A. Close second is C because problematic cat lady. I just said it. <laughs> the cat better than horse. Yeah, but yeah. No, horse but, is the worst. No, but if they're if if they're all about their if they're describing themselves and they need to bring an animal into it. That means that means that they prioritize the animal over themselves. What about kids, though? Nobody likes kids. <laughs> no, but <laughs> kids is something that Fire. needs kids is something that needs to be a excuse me one on one conversation. But she the first one said uh, you know loves kids. You know what's funny about that? Does she have kids? Because everybody loves kids, so they have them. No, I think I think that the only time you put that you love kids in your profile is when you have them oh, you yeah. don't actually love them no. you just want everyone to know you have them so you better uh, like, very like kids very too good. that's what i mean by it needs to be a one-on-one conversation during the date because i was thinking of a Not girl that's saying day. i like kids but she doesn't have any and you're like yeah you like visiting your nieces and nephews yeah yeah fuck off yeah. and everything's good which is which is actually the girl outside of that one question that one comment, you'd think that's who she is. But then she said, I asked if you like kids when she springs it on you later. You know, I don't want to watch it with you. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Oh, you don't want to watch it with her, even though she's a huge Leaf fan. That was my turnoff on her. I want to watch the game with my buddies. Or alone. <laughs> or alone. Oh, yeah? Honestly, when I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. She sounds nice, except I got to watch hockey with her? Fuck, yeah. that's my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every, every person, like, I would come with a quirk. Every person comes with their quirk, right? I, I see guys, I but, see it go but, both ways, though. There's gir- There's girls that... I know I knew them before they were with their guy and they didn't seem like sports fans. And then all of a sudden their guy really loves the Eagles or whatever. And then they're wearing Eagles Jersey with their husband and they're they're watching games on Sunday with them. Yeah. But see, you're get, you're get that. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt for that because they're trying. Yeah. That's what I mean. There there's those girls who are, but their husbands are happy that they're taking an interest. Do you think? Do you, or no, they're just they're no, not. I think happy. I think hey. their husbands are happy. Just for me, I'm just like, how about we do our own thing? Yeah, yeah, right. but you can be a supporter from the sidelines. Sure, right. And it's not my that wife means like, like 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 my brother-in-law is a heavy 
heavy Packers fan, and my wife has a, or heavy my Packers. sister has a Packers jersey, <laughs> and knows nothing about the sport. Oh, she's yeah. just doing it so she can play along. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Play along all you want. Like when guys say, "I'm going to get my wife golf lessons." That love to golf, like guys that love to golf. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? That's your three hours. No, but sometimes though, like a one in twenty rounds of golf. Yeah. If you go with like another couple. Yeah. It can be a. It could be a fun outing. To be honest, I enjoy golf with my wife more than golf really? with dudes. Yeah, because and I'll tell you that's the truth because uh, we're the same skill level oh okay and oh, uh that's all right though and then so we were actually able to golf good games when i go out with my friends i suck oh, i suck too yeah and then i'm and then i'm always feeling like i'm less of a man yeah but pete you're when you i've golfed with you many times and uh it, it you worry too much about your talent instead of the fact of we're having a good time. Yeah, we're because you yeah. are having a good time. I know, but are. subconsciously, you're worried about your talent. Yeah, and nobody gives a fuck. I know, no one, no one cares at all. I know, it's a, that's what I mean. I'm always self conscious around, especially in uh, situations around sports, because I I don't feel like I. Ever well, it's your them. instinct to think uh, it's a cockfight, right? Yeah. It's your instinct to have who's it's like who's way. who's walking around the big big stick, right? Where and really. We all got a bunch of fucking dicks. Like go ahead, know this you. is coming from Beaver, though. Do you know what? He, you know what? This is actually a, <laughs> this is a fact about Beaver, right? <laughs> Beaver, I've golfed with him a bunch of times, and I've never seen him wear anything but uh, like sandals, yeah, or bare feet. Yeah, I don't need this. And he crushes it, dude. He crushes it. I got a big hammer when it comes to (laughs) Like, he really does. He he has none of the proper gear or nothing like Nothing. He he should. Like, have you ever tried golf shoes and seen if it... Uh, when I was a kid and you know, okay. So golf shoes are hard shoes and you know, the knuckles on your feet yeah, on your ankles. Sorry. Yeah. It like digs. Oh, and I'm like, eh, like, <laughs> like, uh, okay. So Kev, like you need golf sandals, they have them though. Don't they? I, I think by now they probably do. Yeah. But like, if you looked at me on a statistics sheet, yeah, I would follow zero guidelines of Ken. He can golf. Right, it's just like trainers and and physical uh, experts. Right, around I'm like the t- like how Phil Kessel's of Kev. I'm like the I'm like the yeah. Tom Brady of golf. <laughs> it's crazy when he goes out, you know, because I think his dick acts as a counterbalance yeah. to the <laughs> swing. You know something. what I mean by t- I don't. Yeah, no, I know what you mean Tom Brady. I mean, like you know when they showed his picture in Not the a fucking specimen. yeah when they showed his picture in the fucking golf combine or in the NFL combine and they were like. That's gonna be the greatest player of all time. No. no. Yeah. He was drafted really low, wasn't he? No, he's drafted uh, I think I think he's like third, fourth, fifth round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you wouldn't yeah. expect oh, Tom Brady like in the fifth one. round, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant low, like low drafting oh, means yeah. like top ten. Oh well anyways, he wasn't he wasn't like first rounder or nothing. Oh, no. Like no. what you'd expect no. like, a good guy like that. No. Like a... So yeah, so I can swing the fucking club. You just like Phil Castle. Yeah. And like I'll have a hot dog at the fucking turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have, I have many times. Ten beers just cranking the ball. Oh yeah. 
Golf's super fun when you don't care. Yeah, when yeah. you don't care, it's so much yeah. fun. So, Kev, we do every year. We do. We got this. Uh, we got this golf day. We call uh, uh, Farmers and Friends Golf Day, <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. I'll bet. We fucking go the last Monday in June every year. Yeah. We fucking uh, we have to get a new golf course every time. Kicked off. Well, most times because we get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time we got kicked out is because it was horseshit. I got uh, <laughs> we, we we got kicked out actually after the round. Yeah. So what we do is we go play nine. <laughs> yeah. And then we go to the clubhouse and we con them into fucking ordering steaks and we all barbecue our own steak. Yeah. Because back in the day we used to go to the Knights of Columbus in Delhi right. to the steak do. That's how it all started. Uh-huh. My dad, John Van Dyke. And Joe Borges started this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Joe Borges, too. Joe Borges, too. Yeah, the three of them started it, and then it became a big escapade. And fucking, so then the Knights of Columbus ended, so we are like, fuck, we still want to have steak. <laughs> so we fucking conned the golf course into fucking ordering steaks. So anyways, we fucking mixed, and I messed, I, so me and Botch fucking figure it out every year. And work it out. And fucking, I messed the number up by fucking like three guys. Well, there was fucking what? 18 or no, there was 20 some of us. Yeah. I think there's 24 and they ordered 27 steaks. Oh. So they fucking charged my visa. It was like an extra for the steak dinner. It was an extra 50 bucks a guy mm-hmm. plus the, the golf round or whatever. They charged my visa for those three guys. Okay. That weren't there. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, they, like, sorry. He's like, well, what am I going to do with these steaks? What am I going to do with these steaks now? And this guy was a fucking manager at a course. It's like, dude, what are you going to do? You didn't pay for them. It's your, <laughs> it, you didn't you didn't pay just for it. Right, just just right keep thing. doing your job. It's just like we and you talked to, or you were talking your story about before the show. Yeah, do the right thing. Just do the right thing. You have nothing to lose, nothing to gain. That's not how you run business. It's like, dude, you're a fucking dick, man. They're dicks of the year before to us too. Yes, and we kind of con, we just let it go. We did our thing, and they let us buy. So this time, we finally had enough. And our good buddy fucking Kevin Dyke was like, what just happened, Eric? I'm like, I just got fucking charged for three steaks and I didn't even get them. Well, my uncle's like, you what? My uncle's in the back kitchen. Fuck, give me them fucking steaks. Uh, <laughs> right? And a potato. We fucking put, yeah, no, and a baked potato. Yeah. And I thought, you're right. And fucking, and so Kev goes up to the fucking front. Messing with Dutch people about fucking what money we've already spent yeah. is a mistake every time. Yep. Every You're going to go we down just, with that shit. Yep. We just, between <laughs> you know, all if this- you said, if you just said, I got to spend 150 bucks for stuff that I didn't get, that you better be damn fucking sure I'm going to this kitchen and get my shit. Right. You know? And we, and we had already <laughs> spent like a couple <laughs> grand between everybody. I was probably lowballing it a couple grand. It was, we spent a lot of money. Like we're buying from the beer cart. All day long. A lot of people and all people. the fees and yeah, like it adds up. Adds up. And then they fucking so then Kev's like, What the fuck, man? And but hey, they went toe to toe. And then all of a sudden Kev comes back and he's like, Man, we gotta leave. <laughs> we gotta leave right now. Cause uh the cops are on their way. <laughs> so that was the last and then we hit COVID. So we we missed we missed fucking two years, but has it been two years since the last one? Yeah, man. And guess what's happening this year? What? 
We're fucking having the tournament. <laughs> you know which course we're at yet? No, because we got to find a new one. That was Is our last out? one. Woodside's a potential. We've been to Woodside. Different owners, though. Yeah, different owners now. So, okay, so we went to... They don't remember us. Yeah. So we went <laughs> to Woodside. It's some Ukrainian guy, and he's a huge drunk. And he, I met him. He's a nice guy. Well, this might be good. Yeah, I think he's be good, be good for us. He might actually like our... Our type. So, so, Kev, the last time we were at Woodside Greens in Delhi, fucking just outside Delhi, uh, our good buddy, fucking his name will be concealed, but uh, he got fucked over by the owner one time at Delhi. Uh, yeah, Woodside, oh. and uh, so the guy he, used to own it, and it, he's like my dad's age, mm-hmm. and my dad was sitting in his pickup after the round, and he decided to do like the biggest burnout ever in the parking lot. Of a golf course. I was hoping it was going to be on a green, but... <laughs> no, like, we're fucking... No, like, but it wasn't like they took care of anything on the course that day. Like, they yeah. really did <laughs> shit on every aspect of it. The people... At that time, you own, like, a tobacco company, and they, they, they were waiting on some money. Yeah. And uh, so he was... Uh, like, there were a lot of people that made the owner of this course the the root of that problem, and they uh-huh. wanted to make them, uh, make them feel their pain. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, there was some really funny old men acting out yeah. like it was like, like it, really- wasn't, it wasn't the young guys like we no. were the good ones ah. the young guys were just sitting there watching these old guys uh, do crazy shit all day long yeah. that's the best my uncle does some funny stuff in golf courses when we play in family tournaments where like but they're terrible to the golf course you know but like where you fill up the hole with sand no oh, the next yeah, group yeah. comes along and they can't even get their ball so in the it's hole. just like good old fun shit like yeah, it's, it's not, like fun it's stuff it is fun jokes you're yeah. not fucking shit up. You're just fucking wrecking with, the course a bit. Fucking with people. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it's a fucking day. And then we usually Drunk golf is what is fun. Yeah. And every other kind of golf that isn't drunk, stupid golf, I don't get. I don't know why anyone would want to do it. And uh I think if one golf course would have the fucking balls to stand up one day. And say, my course is a drunk course. Yeah. I want you to come in here and fucking t- use your driver on the green. I want I want you to take a, a, a piss in the cup. You know, like, right. do the stuff that drunk golfers do. As long as you don't fuck, literally fuck shit, permanently fuck shit up. Like, what do you mean? Like, fucking. Can I drive my golf cart through the forest? Yeah, but, like, what I mean is, is, like, (laughs) people have been kicked off courses for that. I know, I know. Yeah. It's awesome, though. You go off-roading in a golf cart where you just, like, go right into the bush and then pop out wherever it ends up. <laughs> like, you don't know how how steep that thing is at the other end of the thing. Pete, you remember when, you remember <laughs> when fucking, uh, I think it was Feth was going with, Feth and Greg Bow were going reverse, downhill, full tilt, and did a reverse 180 in a golf cart. It was fucking sick. It was right out of, like, Jim Connor. Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dukes of Hazzard. Me and Charles one time were playing uh, Nanny Coke before it was Greens of Renton. And uh, it was all you can golf till dark, you know. Oh, yeah. So they would be like, "You just keep golfing until dark." So I'm golf. We're golfing and we're pushing it, you know. Like it's getting get pretty dark. Yeah. And we get to this point where there's a really steep hill to go down in our golf cart, and uh, I'm like flying, and uh, we start to kind of skid a bit. And uh, Dave panics and jumps out of the car. Oh, he bailed? Yeah. And he's rolling down the hill because <laughs> he thinks we're going to flip or whatever. 
Oh, man. I don't know what the end of that story was, other than that it was really funny to watch him roll down the hill. <laughs> he beat the cart down the hill. Like, he beat the cart down the hill. Anyways, uh, we've done a couple of things where we've um, really uh, fucked golf carts up. And uh, actually, my Uncle John, didn't he really wreck a golf cart one of those tournaments? Historically? I think that's a legend now, maybe. But there, or maybe I'm getting stories mixed up. Yeah, you didn't. Was there ever a story where guys messed a golf cart up? Oh, it was somebody else. Okay, there was a guy. Okay, yeah. It's funny though. Those older guys are always the ones that get into trouble. Eh? You think they're like, oh, like they're slowing down, yeah, no, but no young guys ever wrecked a cart. No, but I thought it was a Michael John, but it wasn't Michael John. It was uh, Brinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's funny. I got in. We did it at a, a resort one time. We were going for when I was a banker, and uh, they sent us this resort up in the Muskokas for a conference. And uh, this one guy that worked there says, "Hey, my parents own a golf cart uh, uh, company, so I have master keys for a lot of different kinds of golf carts." Oh shit! I brought them up. Nice. And uh, so we stole the golf carts from the resort. <clears throat> late at night and we were booting around the <laughs> the uh um the property like the resort with the golf carts and the security guys were driving trucks trying to catch us you know and <laughs> it was fun but uh we did get caught because the one guy was wearing like a construction vest because he was they were doing a sketch or something oh. like a, and he was one of the village people kind of thing. Nice reflective vest and the reflective vest and helmet on his, it. It got us caught. We're hiding behind a bush with a fucking reflective vest. <laughs> this was a manager. <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking out? Of, like, are you an idiot? Like, come on, dude." That's a manager. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't get it based on merits. Especially, and drunk and everyone's the same. It's a great equalizer. Huh. Have you ever been golfing and not had <clears throat> like a story afterwards? Like it's so. There's always gonna be a story. Um, or a or a situation or a because like everybody just lets loose on a golf course. Well, it depends. If you're going with your wife for like Friday night golf and yeah. it's a nice night out, you're gonna have a, a dinner, go out for dinner after or before or something. Then golf nine holes. Then you know, probably not much of a story, you know. It was an excellent garlic bread or whatever. That's the best of story. You, but then you probably get laid after. Well, man, yeah, maybe. So there's always a. F- that would be great, you know. Yeah, that would be a good, a good story. Because your wife. This is, is a losing. good, but that might not be a good story either. It's a great. That's one of those you had to be there. Because yeah. if I go, hey, Beaver, I put my penis inside my wife. <laughs> After we played around at nine. I, I did nine holes. Then I went home. I put my penis right inside of her. I just kept going in and out of her. <laughs> her vagina was lubricated somehow with her own juices. Yeah, then uh, <laughs> uh, probably like, I don't know, five, ten minutes. Who fucking cares? It might have been 30 seconds. I just squirted all kinds of chowder into her. Chowder. Right? Is that a good story? It's great. Story. It's pretty much every Sorry. time, right? Great experience. Yeah. Actually, it is a pretty good story. I would hear if you told me that story about. I'd be like, you just had a good night. Yeah. Like you could tell, describe having sex with your wife, Beaver. And like, don't be like, not a specific time, but like, try to tell me a fake story of banging your wife in a boring way. And it's still going to be exciting. Right. Because I'm just imagining Julie naked. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, it's just, right. and it's just a great thought. 
<laughs> it's, a, it's an automatic. It's not. It's like it's like you know uh, in cartoons, butterflies are flying and someone's thinking. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. that's it right there. Huh? It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. Just a good. It just may, gives you a good smile. Yeah. Picturing someone else's wife naked. Yeah, it does yeah, give a you good a good smile. Time. Who says you shouldn't covet your neighbor's wife? Huh? I think I I think about my wife naked all the time. Yeah, I do. I think you wrote about your wife naked all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, no, I I don't actually either. I don't. I respect your your uh, bond. I would never want anything to come between that. I look at Julie only as a woman of my utmost respect because you married her. But as soon as you guys are done, <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. The second I know, <laughs> I better know. No. Um. I have to go into a segment uh, that we do on this program because the 400th episode, some people reached yeah, out to us. Yeah, it's be a good one. In a segment that we call Feedback. feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Feedback. We got feedback. This episode is brought to you by our friends at CleanFlow. CleanFlow's back again. If you'd like to go to cleanflow.com, look out their full product selection. And uh, you can find their products at uh, really stores everywhere. I think they're at Canadian Tire. They're at uh, Walmarts. You know, you'll look for, you'll, you'll see CleanFlow products. You can just take, you can search them on Google too. Oh yeah, they got their own website. You can get them. You can get them anywhere. Amazon probably sells clean flow stuff. Bling. Clean flow. Bling. Anyways, uh, and Beaver, I was going to tell you, we're going to get some merch from Clean Flow. Right on. And I'd like to do some unboxing. Oh, I, Un- unboxing right it, on the air. It's. I, I am actually looking forward to that. Right, an unboxing. I'm just gonna. So anything I get from Clean Flow, merch wise, I'm just gonna leave the box. Here unopened until the episode. You know what I'd like you to do too is I'd like you to get like a don't just get a little knife to open the box. Get like a sword. Oh, samurai sword. Yeah, get it like get a machete or something. Something dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Like some over the top. I would love to get a machete. I've never had a machete. I borrowed a machete to clean my uh, bush, the trail yeah. in the bush behind me. And I'll tell you, those machetes are fucking great, man. Yeah. They they really make you you can clean up your quick with a machete. And do you not feel when you got a machete in your hand, you don't you just feel a little bit stronger? Oh fuck, it feels good, man. <laughs> it does. It does. Hacking through a bunch of thick brush with a machete, and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like I don't. That's how you're supposed to go through thick brush in the is with a machete. Yeah. And then if a uh, all of a sudden a coyote comes out of nowhere, you're defended. Yeah. And you're like, come here. With, I don't give a fuck about you, coyote. Cause I got a machete. I'll Pete, chop your fucking dick right Pete, off. I don't care. Oh. I, Pete, <laughs> honey badger doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't yeah, matter. I'm the honey badger. I don't care who you are, Kev. If you've got like uh, an oversized sword in your hand, yeah. all you can think of in your mind in that moment instantly is, what if? What if? Yeah. I'd like to see what if this happens. What if I was a pirate and I just had with this thing and I would just smash fucking Paris head right off. I'm not gonna lie to you. When you just said when you just said that, okay, all the movies that I watched as a kid, my version of a pirate was is they all pulled out like a fucking six foot sword, right? That's yeah. real skinny and had a real nice handle on it. Yeah. Oh, that kind. I'll, I'll the Nico Mentoya kind. Yeah, like yeah. I'll tell you right now, 
I wouldn't want that. You want the Game of Thrones sword? Yeah, like I'd want a fucking dagger, like oh. a, I, oh. I like a Rambo style. Yeah, I, I don't want a fucking with a compass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with a compass. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we uh, my, I always think of a pirate sword as the ones with that are kind of like curved, and then they got maybe that's the Aladdin sword. Or Sorry, something like that. I'm I'm what well, I guess. Which what is I, that one? That big? You know the big one I'm talking yeah, about? It's got a curve curve and, on it, and it looks huge like that. That one, I think, that would be my favorite sword. I think that's what I'd go for. I guess then. what I was portraying was is like in a pirate movie. You know how usually the British are fucking against the pirates or like some fucking uh, yeah. royalty. Yeah, and yeah, they got that little fancy little fucking toothpick that's yeah. really long. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's gay. That's a fencing sword or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. Like, uh, if I wouldn't use that one either, I'd want more something that looked like that's going to, like, really take your head off. Well, I'd want, I'd honestly. uh, It's heavier. You can't maneuver with it. The other guy's going to just stab you in your organs. This one will kill. Yeah, like my, one one big swing. My childhood memory of a big sword, and you guys might remember, is, is, you know, um, the movie, uh, you know, the Robin Hood movie of the 90s when Kevin Costner was Robin Hood yeah. and the black dude that was with him, uh, Morgan Freeman at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he had that fucking, it was like a plate of, it was just, it was like a fucking, like it was this, it was like this wide, but it was really thin and it was f- like exactly, had a curl to it. Oh, yeah. Morgan Freeman had that one? Yeah, I almost want to fucking pull it he up. He was a moor in that one, right? Is yeah. That, and then uh, He was like his confidant, uh, like his follower. Who played the girl? Uh, and that one. It's bothering me now, actually, that you said that. But uh, that movie was uh, Brian Adams. Everything I do. Yeah. I do it for... That was like a movie that was like... Uh, had uh, That was pretty weak, Beaver. Heard at weddings. I know, but I was fucking five years old when I watched it. Like it was yeah. a big deal. You were. I I agree with you though. You have less testosterone because of it. Nineteen ninety one. It was. I thought, and he wasn't. He didn't even try to be British or nothing. Like he just like played it totally American. Yeah. Like Kevin. Yeah. Like Robin is just uh, living in Sherwood Forest, yeah, Utah. It, it was Morgan. <laughs> it was Morgan Freeman. Just getting ready to build a baseball diamond. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a ranch. It was Morgan Freeman, too. Yeah, look, there's the fucking sword. Look at that fucking thing. Let me see. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The big curve on it. Big yeah. curve on it. Big hook. Yeah, it's got to be some sort of Middle Eastern thing. Like, that looks like it would... Uh, Alibaba or something. Yeah, you know, like, it, it would take a head off. Yeah, those are the things you'd use to, like, uh, to, yeah, to behead someone. Yeah. Or kill a fox. Or kill Fox, yeah. But like, it's even got that little, little on the fucking top. Uh, yeah. hmm. What? Hey, uh, uh, what would you eat uh, first? A coyote, a fox, or a skunk? Skunk. A uh, fox. Why? Because uh, 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 coyotes are scavenge hunters, like scavenger hunters. So there's there's stomachs full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you said skunk. Skunk grubs, right? Yeah, I just can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. And a fox, a fox is gonna. Is that a? That's a carnivore, though, right? Too. Yeah, I was thinking maybe, but actually, skunk. The skunk eats bugs. You said mm. grubs. Yeah. What about if you throw an opossum in that mix? 
Now, would you eat the opossum? No, I wouldn't. You know why? It's because they eat ticks. Yeah, but I you're hungry. I would want to kill it. You want it to live. I would want it to live because it's going to eat shit that's going to kill. Like, you get, yeah, yeah. you get stuck in the bush, you get all ticked up, you're fucked. Isn't that weird, though? When the, when the possums first came to this area, uh, they said they're an invasive species, so they're supposed to be not this far north. And then they ate all the turkey eggs, remember? And yeah. then we didn't have wild turkeys around here anymore. And then they said, that's because these goddamn opossums came up and ate all the turkey eggs, and now we don't have turkeys. And now we have tons of, tons, tons of possums. And tons, tons of, of turkeys. turkeys. And we have tons of turkeys. It's because uh, everything just kind of evens out. Lots of ticks. And uh, the tick, then the tick... Oh, actually, did they kill the the possums because of the turkeys for a while? I don't know. Or do something so that they wouldn't eat the turkey eggs? I don't know. But uh, anyways, we have possums and turkeys, and now we have a big tick problem. And I, I think maybe the maybe the possums came up for the ticks though, because there's lots of. Food I don't. Farms. I don't see a lot of possums anymore though. Yeah, I don't see them. I do. I do see them in, in the neighborhood here. Really? Yeah, I see a possum. Well, you guys are kind of like a little village in the bush, right? So you would. Yeah, you know that cartoon over the hedge? Yeah. That's kind of like what I remind, it is. what Pine Grove's like. Yeah, right? it is. Because I see all, like, I see a lot of different wildlife in, in this subdivision. Like, your subdivision, any given time, could have a f- multiple deer run through the subdivision. Like, I've seen deers right, deer right in my, in my yard. You're like, yeah. That's like, a, which is not normal for a su- quote unquote subdivision. Yeah, yeah. Right? To have a deer in your backyard, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you also have a factory in your backyard. And then fox, <laughs> fox, coyote, skunk, awesome. raccoon, possum. Skunk uh, are the worst. Oh, snakes. Fuck. What other kind of animals have I seen that are cool? Turkeys. Porcupine? I've not seen porcupine. Not this far no. south. No, I've I saw one I went to Muskoka, though. It was huge. Yeah. Huge. You don't know how big those fucking things really? are. Really? Oh, man, it was big. I seen one. And they don't care at all. Is it all spike or is it all fucking? Uh, well, the, the spikes are all kind of like combed back. Like it's, they're all like, oh, kinda like pushed back. Like, you can see they don't go all the way down. There's, they're it's they're like, like Sonic the Hedgehog kind of thing. Yeah, like my hair today because I didn't do anything with it. It's just kind of sticking out. But they're trying to put it down, but it still comes popping up, you know, mm-hmm. like that. So, but the, so I don't know how much their actual body is, but they're still like, they're like a, sizable you know like they're not they're like more like a big boar oh. then you think they'd be like a more like a like a raccoon or something but they're yeah. way, way bigger than way raccoon. bigger eh? anyways yeah and they don't care about anything else in the forest because they don't have to they don't have to they're gonna they're well protected so they don't they don't uh if they see you they don't really care about you either they're just gonna keep doing whatever they were yeah. doing anyway i think they're just doing their own thing yeah, which is kind of cool because when you see them, you can watch them for a while. Mm-hmm. And they're—I uh, can't believe how big they were. Anyways, I saw three animals this uh, fall that were all just oversized, and I saw them out of context. Two in the forest right behind me. One time, I saw this like thing. It looked like a kangaroo, but it was just a uh, jackrabbit. It, it was a jackrabbit. It was so big, though. Those eh? fuckers, man! You—they'll get four if you hold them by the ears dead. They'll fucking go four feet, touching the ground. Like this thing was huge. Like it was oh, like yeah. that's what I mean. There was a real big one, and I, so when it's when you scare one of those things out of the forest, you're like, what is that thing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then um, uh, the other time, I thought I saw an ostrich. 
Yeah, and it was just a turkey running through the forest, but it was a big tom. And it, the way it was running and stuff, it was like really stretched out. You well, know? And, and if they're trying to, if you if you flustered it and it's trying to get to the top of a tree, it, it took off too. Yeah, yeah, it did. Their fucking wingspan will look like it. They're fucking. You don't want to hit. You don't want to fucking hit turkey with a car. Let's put it that way. No, we had one time I was going down the road and a turkey flew across the road right over the hood of my truck. Yeah. And like I'm like, if we would have hit that with our windshield, I don't know take if we would have made out. it. No, I'd take the windshield out. Yeah, I would have, because that thing is a like a heavy bird, man. Yeah, yeah you're. It's a fifty, sixty pound bird, right? I can't believe they can fly. Yeah, I me. Mean, uh, you wouldn't think it. They only do yeah. when they piss them off, though. Yeah, and they sleep up in trees. Yeah, though, so they got to get up there somehow. Yeah. Hey, back to uh, WKRP though. They, <laughs> they didn't fly. You ever see that episode? No. Where they throw the turkeys out for a, out of a helicopter a, at a helicopter for a Thanksgiving giveaway? <laughs> no way. And then uh, it just ends up being like a bombing of like all these people <laughs> in the park with the turkeys, live turkeys. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they threw live turkeys out. That of would them. be a bomb hitting the ground. They yeah. they're not. They can't just fucking fly. <laughs> they're not a bird that can just. They're not. They're not like Drop other birds that can just fall and start flying. Big red yeah. splat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That just made my night. That's how I, I can picture episode, that. I can picture what you're saying. The episode ends with the boss of the radio station and the marketing guy who came up with the plan. They come in all disheveled and they sit down and they go, "As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly." That's how, <laughs> that's how the episode ends. Yeah, they can, except they have to want to fly. Oh yeah, I got to do the feedback. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Hey. Get back to your feedback. So we got. Uh, I gotta say, we had a lot of people give us a lot of nice messages and cards and uh, gifts for the 400th, and thank you to everyone that's done that. I'm gonna read this one message from our Diamond Club uh, member uh, Emil Van Steeg hey. from Australia. Oh shit, you got some from him? Yeah, he, we've been talking back and forth, and. Uh, I've been telling him I'm going to get him something for being a Diamond Club member because uh, it's about time I give my Diamond Club listeners uh, some sort of reward. So I got some uh, surprises planned for all of them. I just have to reach out to one more Diamond Club guy to get his his shirt size. But I got some shirts going out and new T-shirts. And it all is because we have a new Dutch Hall shop. It's up on my website. It's got all kinds of t- different T-shirts, posters, uh, different merch going up every day. So keep uh, go look for the Dutch Hall website. It's on. Uh, I'll put a link on on our website and also on PeteVanDykeComedian dot com. That's where it lives. That'd be cool, Pete. Is if on your shirts you started throwing like a like a patented Dutch Hall phrase on the back. Oh yeah, like What's, just a quote, like a quote. I don't. I don't know. I'm just Dutch Hall fact. Yeah, like uh, rooster sucks balls. Yeah. ideas oh, shit. so i can do a whole haitian dwarf lion t-shirts i can do a whole i never have to make any of them i just have to design them and then if someone orders it then they make it yeah, right nice so that's what i like about the shop if i have an idea for a shirt we can just make the shirt fuck yeah we can have a whole show where we just come up with t-shirt ideas and then and then the next week i make them and then they're for sale for people fuck yeah cool. we're like i think we should do a shirt with like uh you know um where you just draw a picture of a beaver 
where you have a picture of a beaver, but the beaver's got a huge cock on it, right? <laughs> and then uh, that's and it just says the Dutch Hall. It's a picture of a beaver with a huge cock, you know. Oh, maybe it's a little beaver, like a with a huge rooster beside it. Yeah, right? yeah, fuck yeah. And then it's and then it's just then you just say the Dutch Hall, and then you're know like, oh, that's beaver, that's a beaver with a huge cock. Yeah, that must be talking about Derek or Dave. What? Or Dave. Dave's just a huge cock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's a rooster, yeah, yeah. Rooster. Yeah, well, we would do that one would be, uh, who knows what he's doing now? I, can I wonder already, what he's I, into I now. I can already visualize what I would want, the, <laughs> right. sim, the symbol I'd want to put on the back of the T-shirt. Really? What is that? I already know in my head, like a picture of, a, like, I already know. Is it something to do with the I'll show? Leave, I'll leave, yeah, I'll leave it for the show. Oh, okay, yeah, design it. Well, I'll, I'll put it up. Yeah. Right now, I got uh, uh, the Diamond Club shirt is actually on the Dutch Hall shop. You can't get it. You got to earn it, though. I put a high price tag on it so nobody would try to buy it. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? I was like, hey, it's like that that expensive bottle of whiskey on the top shelf at a restaurant that everybody's like, what the fuck? I'm never going to spend that. And then you just go to the bottom shelf. Yeah. Actually, I knew the guy had a winery, and the same thing, he had an estate wine. And uh, most of the stuff he did from grapes, he bought in, and then he'd make a blend and then make the make the wine that's marketable, yeah. and he would just market it on a label he could sell. But then the estate wine, he would put like in a cellar, and then he'd put a price tag like 450 bucks a bottle or something like crazy. And then he'd be like, I hope no one buys it because I don't even know if it's any good. <laughs> like, I, I'm hoping it just show we got expensive bottles in our basement. Right. That's and, what some people do, right? And then if people do buy them, hopefully they don't drink it. Like, hopefully <laughs> they just put it in their cellar yeah. to have it. Like, look, this is what I bought. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then he goes, I don't even really think that stuff has to be good because no one's really drinking it. They're only buying the perception that it's worth a lot and it's exclusive. I always wondered that. And then they don't. Old- Use it. I always wonder that about really old. You know, it's a big deal with rich people that buy like yeah. a fucking hundred year old bottle of wine. When do you drink it? Like, is if are they just drinking vinegar? It's I've I think that when it gets that that old shit, unless it's stored absolutely perfectly and the cork defied physics and shit, right? And then, and then but it's gonna taste like a little bit vinegary. It's gonna taste. Awfully like cigar boxy and like yeah. like uh, like woody, and it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna be a, a, a good tasting stuff. Every old old one I've ever drank, and I've drank a few old ones. Yeah, like when because I, I used to do a lot of work with wineries, so you had I've been on a million wine tours. You know? Oh, really? So they you know throw you <clears> a <throat> bone? Hey, we, Pete, we'd like you to try this. Yeah, try this this really good old stuff. You know, and you're like, okay, and then you try it, and you're like, ugh, t- that's the worst of all of it. I'll be honest with you, with whiskey, it's I like don't... scotch. Yeah, it tastes like scotch. Like it tastes like the the stinkiness of scotch, a bad scotch, I guess. I'll be honest with you, I've had lots of different kinds of whiskey, and like I've had forty year old and fucking. 10 year old like 10 the 10 and 15 is kind of like normal and then i have a 20 year old i'll be honest with you the best a nice 18 year old really oh, oh. <laughs> i thought it was gonna, gonna be like a, a a nice brand new seagram's 83 <laughs> it's perfect 18 year old fucking whiskey <laughs> i think is uh, the, the taste of it anyways whatever that, that bourbon i had from the 400s party was uh yeah you said you were loving that yeah i'll have another shot i'm actually kind of like looking forward to having a shot of that what was, what was your name that gave that to you 
That was uh, that was Doug's uh, girlfriend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Doug's girlfriend. I think she her was name really nice. Is Brittany? Yeah, but it could also be Courtney well, or Tiffany or one of those at ease. That was a that was a nice that was a nice gift. Brittany. Like she yeah, she loves good booze. She didn't just give you a bottle. She gave you like her like that looked like her favorite. Yeah, she said she really loves good booze. So, and she got all big and booze that night. She got really boozed up. I had to carry her inside. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, all good. Yeah, it was. She it was really generous of her. Anyway, so a lot of people did nice things for my four hundredth, and uh, our Diamond Club member uh, Emil from Australia, he sent me a message, and uh, I told, "Oh, come on, Peter." One, no, 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 no. Okay. He says, uh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, happy 400th, by the way. Want to say I've heard them all because if I like a show, I go right back. However, I'm not sure if all were free to get four and a bit years ago. Yes, they were. I've never charged anyone for my shows, so you've, you've probably heard them all. It was a bad time for me personally and a lot uh, a lot of shit, but I got through it and definitely know your show and the band were helpful just by entertaining me a lot. Thank you. Looking forward to the next to the show and the next 400. Okay. Uh, so anyways, I just wanted to read that even though I did it without my glasses. So therefore I sounded like I couldn't read it all. Right, right. I sound on. like kid rock reading in that <laughs> Joe dirt movie. <laughs> I don't have glasses on. Um, but anyways, I, the, the point of that is, is that as many times as I get a message like that from somebody who says, you know, like you got me through my divorce or you got me through a tough time or you got me through like the, this dark part of my life for my show. I just wanted to say that's that uh, uh, if you feel that way seriously about my show, um, I want you to know that I feel that way about you guys feeling that way. <laughs> you know that that it make that it makes it completely mutual and we're even you know like uh for sure because uh that was that was a genuine uh uh comment that that he made there yeah like and it this was, is a person that lives halfway across the world you know yeah i've never met him nope in my entire life never met him I sleep on his couch one day though i 100 percent. i don't i i don't doubt it and uh, same goes. If if he showed up in Pine Grove one day, I would be fucking tickled to see the guy. You oh, know? fucking A. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd let him live in my house. I don't care. You know, like, a, because uh, it seems like uh, us doing this stupid shit where we drink in a pool shed and put headphones on and sometimes uh, say really fucking dumb things, the... You know, people, the people that do get it and that it resonates with and that it helps them through whatever they're going through in their lives, uh, makes it worth, uh, every minute, every minute of it, you know, like, that's why we do it. You know, it makes us, it makes me confident that we're doing the right thing. So when you reach out and give me a message like that, uh, it really does make me appreciate, um, all listeners out there because for the ones that actually have the gumption to go and send a message and uh, live from the Dutch hall, gmail.com or uh, reach out on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that at Dutch hall for those people, they, um, 
there's for every one of them there's there's like probably 20 that uh think it but don't write it but don't write it because it, <clears throat> it does take a lot to make uh maybe even a hundred you know it does take a lot to express your feelings uh socially on the internet these days and then you might think where do you sound like a jackass and people right yeah yeah right. like how many how many shows do you like you listen to bar stool don't you oh yeah that you're a big fan how many messages have you sent them zero yeah, right? Yeah. But you're, you're I've only sent Have you had an opinion on anything they said? I've only made <laughs> right. I've, I've only made I've only sent like a, a message like what you just read. Yeah. to uh one person on social media one time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it takes have, a lot to do it though, it right? It does cuz you also want to say the right thing. Yeah, I've done it too and I've got them unanswered by people and I felt right. like it was like ah, I really like what you did and I'm going to send a message cuz I felt like so strongly about it and then you send it and it goes nowhere and you're like ah maybe uh they read it maybe they didn't you know like they probably got a lot of people whatever because it's, but the, like it's if, that instinct that that feeling you get right there you just said it that yeah. that's the worry yeah, yeah. Uh, as a listener you get right yeah but i'm telling you on the other side of it maybe because our show is not like super popular or nothing but is like when you do when people do reach out, it means a lot. It helps us keep going. It's the reason why we still do this thing. Gets us all jacked up. And uh, and uh, guys like Cleanflow coming back to support us in that. By the way, we have a budget now, so we gotta start talking about what we're gonna spend our money on. Yeah, because this is the first time where I got an actual budget. It's, is, we can't do a heck of a lot. Is there? A, <laughs> but we have. A, is there a budget for cigarettes and whiskey? <laughs> uh, we're not there yet, but you know, Maddie or uh, sorry, uh, Cleanflow in the past has taken requests like that. So if you make them uh, known on the show, Demore Melkin guys. <laughs> You never know what he's going to send. Yeah. It's an unboxing. Yeah. So uh, Maddie all of a sudden decides, I'm going to send merch, and you open it up, and it's got a fucking carton of DeMaurier's in there. Yeah, buddy. I will gladly promote the <laughs> fuck out of Clean Flow if, they, <laughs> if there's a pack of cigarettes in that box. You're saying a pack? Uh, yeah, just a pack. Uh, just a pack. I'll take a carton, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe a nice lighter. You throw it out to the universe, Beaver, and then you see what happens. That's one thing that we've gotten away from on the show. Yeah. Remember when we just said, hey, send us all your booze, and yeah. booze just showed up here? Yeah. That is crazy that De- that happened. DeMaurier Mellow King Size. You guys De- talking about sour keys, and I brought them to a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, it was you. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's the thing. You you send it out, and the next thing you know, guys showing up with whatever. I'll take for. a nice clean flow lighter. Ooh, Ooh. like a and which is possible. Like asking, like saying a pack of cigarettes is a little offside. I'll take a, I'll, I'll take a blowjob and a meatball sub. What? I don't think Clean is going to give me that. No. Maybe the meatball. Where are you going to get a meatball sub? What? Sorry. Hey, hey buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy's got meatball subs. Hey, hey, buddy. Actually, yeah, everyone got meatball sub. I could never eat a real meatball sub. It seems like it's going to be too heavy, and it's going to fall apart. Yeah, it's gonna I, be it's it's a two hander for sure. Yeah, is it a cheap one though? Is meatball sub like on the same price as the? Assorted? I never I never gave it a chance because I don't want I don't want like uh, I don't want a sub shops any sub shops meatballs. That's right because you can't, they're not good enough meatballs. No, they're just fucking out of a box. Anytime you get ground meat. As the ingredient, yeah. you have to be skeptical as to what that meat is. And most likely, it's not what you think it is. Well, I, I heard the other day about the fucking patties that McDonald's... Like oh, the, the meat, pink slime? Like, uh, no, the fucking... Like, the, the cows that they use to make the... 
the patties for your Big Mac is like the fucking bull that does no longer want to jump on the fucking cows. Like, oh yeah, like old dairy cows. Yeah, the old, yeah, the old dairy cows and the old bulls. Like, you get the it ain't triple A. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's not. It's it was triple A when it was born. Huh. Fuck, it ain't it ain't triple A after twenty years of fucking fucking other cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strong hips though. Yeah, strong amps. Strong amps. I'll tell you. Uh, Got a good old pitchfork marking his fucking hip from being stabbed a million times. <laughs> Get off her. I don't mind. <laughs> I still have a weakness for a nice old McDonald's uh, a, a double cheeseburger. I have a weakness, too. For I had a Big Mac the other day. Big Mac meal. Me, too. Yesterday, first time, because oh. it was on sale. It was on sale. It was, cheap. It was a, it, one of the cheaper sandwiches. Was they a, put a Big Mac on sale? Yeah. What was it instead of man? I had four ninety nine. I had a Big Mac meal the other day. It was like fucking twelve bucks for the meal. I'm like, oh. it is fifteen cents worth of food. <laughs> so yeah, that might be true. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that Big Mac seemed a lot smaller than it did when I was a kid. No shit, eh? Yeah, man, the fucking patties way thinner. Yeah, that yeah. they're fucking thinning that shit out. There's so much. You look at a Big Mac now, it's all bun. Doesn't look like the picture. Well, no. this is it. This is it. I've been. I, I say this a zillion times, and I'll keep saying it for the rest of my life. These corporations are like AI robots. They're programmed to do one thing: make more money this quarter than last yes. quarter. Yes, and they got to keep going. So what happens? Hey, uh, heads will roll if we don't make more money this quarter. What can we do? Well, we have to cut costs. Take or your, raise our prices. Yeah. Well, people don't want prices raised, so take so your gram Take your gram out of the patty. A gram out of the patty. What if we used half as much lettuce? What if we took a bit of? Le- what if we made the bun thinner? What if we made it smaller? What if we just took a little bit of circumference out of the? Take a poppy seed off. I, that I, I tell you what. Yeah, yeah, it goes like that, and then every quarter they take one more thing away yeah. until you're you start to notice it. Oh yeah, I and, tell you and what. They do the out. same thing with their employees. You want a good burger? Around here, mm-hmm. Stubby's Dairy Freeze in Delhi. What? Oh, yeah? Stubby's Dairy Freeze in Delhi. You had one of those burgers? Which is that? The one, right? The, the, dairy, the rare da- dairy Freeze. I never heard the first Stubby's part, Stubby's. but the Dairy Freeze is a good burger, yeah. They're homemade. Pete, you've had them, eh? Yeah, they're great. Everything's good there. The food's really good. Oh, dude, it's a homemade patty. I don't know what the fuck he's putting on it. Chuck. It's they have a Big Mac, uh, the Big Hamburger. Yeah, they, so they have which a, got like Thousand Islands on it. Yeah, Dougal's. So it's their version yeah. of the Big Mac, and yeah. it's fucking good. Eh? It is good. It's way oh, better God. than a Big Mac. They have a bunch of different kinds of poutine too that are good, but they're they're heavy. Yeah, like you got it's a coucher after. <laughs> like you mm. got to fucking hit the couch. But nice. their fucking uh, their food's really good. Nice. Like I'll gladly pay some money. Like I think they're I think they're uh, a bacon cheeseburger combo is like fourteen fifteen bucks with a pot. but it's high end food but there, it's, right? but you're getting and it's heaping pile of fries and a fucking good burger. It's not the admiral in Brantford. <laughs> and oh, well, the admiral the the admiral the admiral is fucking got a, the, the, everything else changed in that neighborhood except for the admiral. You know that that lasted. Dirty. 
Yeah, yeah. nothing beats the Admiral. Like, I've been to yeah. the Admiral at, at 2 in the morning a lot of times. Garbage burger or whatever, right? Oh, like, fuck. And 10 pounds of fries. Yeah. And garbage fuck. bag of fries. Oh, man. They would just take, if you ordered a garbage, I don't know if it was a jar or a trash burger. I think it was garbage burger. And they just take whatever's on the grill, right? Yeah. So you would you would have a different you you and your buddy both order the same thing but you both have completely different meals yeah. right because they just scoop whatever's on the grill and put it on the burger right yeah and you get a little bit of bit ba- you get a little some bit of bacon extra bacon grease on there and fucking a little bit oh that's a piece of pea meal yeah There's some fried onions on there fish yeah <laughs> a little piece of fish it's making my perch. mouth water talking about that I know I could go for a good greasy burger right now actually. you know what else was a a, a, a staple burger in the neighborhood back in the day still probably is is a good old banquet burger at tp from pop pops oh yeah, yeah oh man i remember that lineup be kev it'd be fucking 200 feet long that lineup i just fucking open the screen door hey pop give me a banquet andy's drive uh, drive through has good food too right Oh yeah, that's my cut. Co- my cousin owns that place. Oh yeah, and, uh, what Andy's Corners? Andy's Corners. Andy's Corners. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Outside of Langton. Yeah. Yeah, outside of Langton. Yeah, that's a pretty good place. They still give you. You can get pop in the in the bottle there. Nice. Yeah, and their their milkshakes are real good. Yeah. It, uh, they do. Uh, they do uh, fucking wagon stuff too. Like I mean, like, like they'll come. They came to my brother's house. Parked the wagon like for my oh yeah uh, food truck yeah food oh. truck for my for my nephew's birthday that's cool he fucking my brother got the truck to come <laughs> and it's a it's a perfect way to feed everybody and like you know everybody can you have a they pick what they want have a burger and fry and fucking no mess right in the driveway and oh you know, yeah real nice real nice food truck nice paint job on it <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to uh, end the show eh? it's oh, long. Sh- we went really long. It felt like it was ten minutes. It went. It it, it, it wasn't. And I think it, it's very late, so we have to end it. But uh, what we have to say is, we got guests coming in. I got a whole bunch of things lined up uh, for people to come in. I'm not ready to announce anything quite yet because people will cancel and then it'll seem like uh, I uh, was lying. But um, uh, we got. I'm trying to get guests more booked. Yeah, shit uh, planned. And uh, keep pushing forward with the show. I did like having music back, hearing uh, Longhorns in here. So I, I'm uh, gonna look try to have a lot more of that. Maybe do a lot more with those guys. And uh, good dudes. Yeah, yeah, they're good guys. And uh, so I have. And, and um, we just gotta see. Uh, I. Uh, I uh, am moving forward on summer plans, but I'm not quite ready to get too into them. But I, I'm, well, we kind of changed path on the show, and uh, but so we have some things coming up the next couple of weeks that so, uh, hopefully so we'll be able to tell you. So keep listening, and uh, we should have some stuff to talk about. We got a whole bunch of new stuff. And uh, until next week, I will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it!
I was I was heavy blabbering. That's it.